0: Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining. What makes you feel alive? And I don't mean like, oh, this is cool. I feel a little bit better about myself. I don't want to run and hide under a pillow. No, I mean what sets you on fire? What brings you joy and celebration and peace like nothing else? And if you're going, Brian, I have literally no idea what makes me feel that way. That's okay. Because the great part is that you have every single day for the rest of your life to figure it out. There's no timeline. There's no right or wrong way. And there's no end date. There's not a graduation or a completion of this. Because I believe that even once you begin to realize the things that do set you on fire and do make you feel completely alive every day, then you're still going to learn more things because feeling alive and feeling that fire and feeling that passion in what you're doing just makes you begin to recognize other areas of your life that you need fire or that you want fire and that you want to feel that passion and that you want to be alive in every area of your life. So if you have figured out a place that you do feel alive and you figured out a passion and you're able to do that, that's awesome. But I can assure you that there's probably more as well. That could be design or photography or helping people get healthy or leading worship in a church or doing accounting or building things or tearing things down. Things, not people. Huge clarification there. Or giving to people or pouring out your heart or standing on a stage and speaking to thousands of people are sitting in a coffee shop one-on-one with someone and pouring into them are listening to people share their stories and ask them questions that they're not able to ask themselves. The possibilities are literally endless on things that may bring you joy and make you feel alive. I have friends who are nurses and doctors in emergency rooms and their stories terrify me. Their stories make me want to throw up. They make me very uncomfortable often, but you know what? that is where they feel most alive and where they are most passionate about what they're doing and that is amazing i have a lot of friends who build houses and very large buildings and bridges i have zero interest in being a part of because it doesn't make me feel alive it does not bring me joy but they love it here's the thing that i want to say if you find yourself in a position that is not bringing you joy if you find yourself in a place that is not making you feel alive. If you find yourself in a relationship that has not yet become a marriage that doesn't bring you that, it's time to take a deeper look at what that is and if that is supporting you and if that is where you need to be. Because let me go ahead and tell you, getting a job just because it pays well or just because it has good benefits or just because someone told you it was the right thing to do is probably one of the worst reasons to get a job on the planet because there's going to come a day, if it's not day one, that you're miserable and money's never going to fix that. Having a lot of money while being miserable in every other area of your life means that you're going to spend all of that money trying to find a little bit of joy and a little bit of passion and a little bit of fire. And that's not okay because if you have something, that brings you joy and brings you peace and brings a passion and a fire inside of you, then you get to live your best life every day. And here's the thing. I know that there are things that set you on fire. There are things that make you feel alive that don't necessarily make you money, which means that you also have to do something to make money. But the cool part is that you can have things that make you feel alive that are passion projects, and you can also have things that make you feel alive that make you really good money to make those passion projects possible. For me, I remember one of my coaches asked me, if you could do anything every day for the rest of your life, what would that be? And I paused because I don't think I'd ever been asked that question before. And I said every single day for the rest of my life, if I could do one thing, I would sit in coffee shops across the table from other people, and I would let them speak. I would listen. I would learn. I would pour into them. I would share my heart with them. I would build deeper connections with any person that sat on the other side of that table. That's what I would do every day. So here's the cool part about that. Well, I guess maybe not the cool part. That doesn't really pay any money. Um, I mean, I guess I could become a therapist, but I don't want to be a therapist. So I had to find something to make the money to allow me to sit in coffee shops and have conversations with people. And I did by becoming a health coach, which was something that I never, ever foresaw as a possibility. I have the opportunity to sit in coffee shops and do my work. I can get on the phone and check in with people. I can get on Zoom calls and connect, and then I can also take breaks in that, and I can have face-to-face conversations across the table from people as well. So when I said that to her, it never crossed my mind that it could be a possibility, and now I'm living that. So what I want to encourage you in is to take the time to discover what it is that brings that to you. And it may be a trial and error thing. I'm not saying that because you don't like your job, you should quit it today and just run away. No, try things. Even things that seem unexpected. If you've never built something, try building something. I've tried. I hate it. But if you've never tried, you should try and see what that's like. If you've never painted, go buy a canvas and a couple things of paint, and a paintbrush and see what happens. You don't have to spend a ton of money on these things to do them they can be small projects but you began to try things and see there may be something that you were born with as a talent or as a desire that you never realized before here's the other cool part another way to determine this is to think back to your childhood and if your childhood was hard for you I don't want you to go back to the negative memories. I don't want you to go back to the heartache or the pain, but I do want you to think back to moments in your life that you were happy, to moments in your life that you had peace, to moments in your life that there was joy and laughter and fun. What did that look like? What were you doing? Because here's the thing that a lot of people recognize is that a lot of kids, most kids, Don't care about a mortgage or about bills or about what food is on the table tomorrow. They just want to worry about what's happening right now. Do I get to color? Do I get to finger paint? Do I get to help mom bake something? Do I get to draw or run around the yard or ride my bike or go to the park or hike? So many things kids just want to do something. Sometimes that is also playing video games. And hey, if playing video games is what makes you feel alive and brings a fire inside of you, you can make a lot of money playing video games. Trust me, I have friends who are doing it. So think back to childhood you and determine what things were there. And if it's something that you haven't done in a long time, maybe do it. Maybe you really liked riding a bike as a kid Go rent a bike and ride one. I mean, give yourself some grace. You're probably not as good at it as you were when you were a child. If you really enjoy drawing or painting, go try that. See if it's something that's still there. And here's the deal. I'm not expecting you to pick up a paintbrush and suddenly be Rembrandt. Pick up a paintbrush. See if it's what makes you feel alive. Okay? <laughs> what I want you to do and what I hope a huge part of this podcast is while, yeah, it's stories about me and my life and laughter and people that I love, I want you to walk away inspired and encouraged and challenged to do more and be more and love more. I want you to love people more, and I want you to love yourself more. So if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, and you don't feel like those things are being achieved, would you let me know? Would you let me know that I'm missing the mark on that? Because that's what I want to be. And I want to know that people are walking away every week a little more inspired or a little more encouraged or a little more challenged to become the person that they were created to be. And when you begin to learn of who that person is that you were created to be, It doesn't matter who says what or what happens in your life negatively. It doesn't matter because you are going to continue to live in that peace that you know who you were called to be. Last Sunday, I was in church and worship was incredible. And I was feeling such joy for being in worship with other people and in praising God. And I just sat down which is very uncommon for me. I hardly ever sit during worship. But I sat down, and I put my head down, and I just began to pray, and I began to think of different things in my life that I was doing or that I wasn't doing, and I began to ask myself, do those things matter to me today? In this moment, surrounded by the presence of God in such a beautiful way, do I care about those things?" And I began to work through some of those things. And I've recognized that for me, now this is not going to relate well to non-Christians. So for my friends who are listening, or if you were not friends, but you've joined this podcast and you're a non-Christian, this may not be for you. But for those of you who are Christians, who do believe in that, who do walk in that life, I want you to think of the person that you are when you're in his presence. And I don't mean when you're in church on Sunday. I mean when you take time to stop and just be in his presence and just worship him. If that is at church, that's awesome. But it can also be at home or in your vehicle or in your office or out in the woods or hiking or riding a bike. It can happen anywhere. We are all aware that the presence of God is everywhere. So, wherever you feel most connected to God, I'm going to encourage you to go to that place, spend some time there, and think about the things in your life that you are spending time on, that you are focusing your energy on, and ask yourself if they matter in His presence. If you care about those things in His presence. If you feel more alive doing those things in His presence. And if not, maybe it's time to let him go. Maybe it's time to walk into what you do feel most alive in, what you do feel most called to when you're in his presence. And if there are things in your life, and I'm going a bit off topic here, but if there are things in your life that may or may not be sins, that may or may not just be weights in your life, and you don't feel so bad about them being there or You're not really sure if you want to get rid of them or set them aside. Ask yourself if they matter in his presence. Ask yourself if they bring you closer to him in his presence. And if they do, it's totally cool that they stay there. But if not, maybe it's time to be a man and to be a woman and to set them aside. To recognize that if it's not serving us, then it's okay to let it go. And if it's not serving us, it's probably best that we let it go. Because you can take a lot of time to try painting, to try hiking, to try riding a bike, to try building something, to try woodworking, to try all of these things. And it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot of frustration. It's a trial and error path, that's for sure. And that's okay too. But if you are a Christian, if you believe in God, if you spend time in his presence, that can be another way of stepping into that, of recognizing that. So take that time. And if you're like, oh, my life is so busy, I have work, and I have a family, and I have kids, and I have blah, 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 blah. If you're not taking time to spend time, even five or 10 minutes, in the presence of the one who gives you breath, then the things that you are focusing on are getting too much of your focus. Most people are going to jump to, I don't have time because I have, job, family, kids, spouse, whatever. But the reality of it is is they're not prioritizing their time. One example of this, so you guys know that I'm a health coach, I have a number of clients. One huge part of the programs that I offer is a book that you open daily that is called your life book. I recommend to my clients that you open that book every day. I don't care if you read a sentence or a paragraph or 10 pages. But this book is an integral part of their journey, and if they will allow it to be, it will be an amazing tool that will allow them to transform every single area of their life. But what I most often hear from people is they don't have time to open that book. What they're saying is that they are not making time for that book. Because I know that you go to the bathroom, okay? Everybody goes to the bathroom. And if you're choosing to respond to text messages or to hop on Facebook or Instagram in that time, that's okay. I'm not shaming you for that. But that is the same exact amount of time that you could have been reading that book. And I literally tell my clients, put it on your bedside table, put it on your desk, put it on the back of your toilet. I don't care. Just put it somewhere that you will be reminded every single day to read that book, to open that book. And on the days that you want to read more, awesome. But even if you only read a sentence, that's enough. So that's an example that popped into my head regarding the time management portion of this. So what I'm saying is that if, if you don't feel that you have the time to be in his presence, it's because you're not prioritizing time in his presence. A lot of people have commutes. They either drive or ride public transit to and from work. If you're on public transit, throw on some headphones and take that time right there to be in his presence, to listen to him, to pray to him, to ask yourself the questions about the areas of your life that need more. If you're driving, turn on some music. If you're a person who wants music when they're spending time with God, pray and listen. I think that that's a huge part of what a lot of people either forget or aren't comfortable with, is the silence. I know a lot of people who can pray, but I know a lot fewer people who can listen. So take the time to allow God to speak to your heart, to silence yourself, to silence the world around you, and allow him to speak into those situations. The things in your life that you're doing or not doing that could bring you joy, Or peace, or set you on fire, and allow him to become a part of that process. Allow him to become a part of helping you recognize the areas of your life that need more of you and the areas of your life that need less of you, the areas of your life that need more time and the areas of your life that need less time, the areas of your life that you need to show up for and the areas of your life that you need to cut ties with ask yourself who you are in his presence and allow yourself the opportunity to be that person every day. This is not where I was intending to take this episode today, but I feel it deeply that someone needs to hear this. And who knows, maybe it was just that I needed to say it out loud because I've thought it and I've processed it and I've journaled about it, but maybe I just needed to say it out loud. Maybe it was for me. And if so, thank you for being along for the ride. But if it was for you, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out, shoot me a text, send me a DM, comment on my most recent post, whatever that looks like. Let me know if this helped you in any way, if this encouraged you or inspired you or challenged you. I'd love to know. And also, I've said this before, but if you have something that you'd like to hear me talk about or a person that you think that I should interview, please let me know. I would love to hear from you guys. I want this podcast to be beneficial to you more than it just being a place where I come and talk. So I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brister for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.